We're coming to the end of this uh, Christmas series called What You Bring, and we're taking a look at the Advent themes. And even though we're not doing necessarily an Advent wreath, we're looking at the themes of Advent, and we're saying, how, why do these matter? Why do they apply to our life? When we leave here on Sunday morning and we go to live the rest of the 90% of our life, what difference do these themes make to us? What do we bring to the world in which we live? Three weeks ago, we talked about hope, uh, that because we have the hope of the world, every person we come into contact with, we can bring hope and life to uh, two weeks ago, we talked about loving one another, and I, I keep seeing a, uh, some social media posts of stories of people in our church who are taking that to heart, and actually, you guys loving one another. Oh, like shocker, you know, like, yes, like, yes, like, we are loving one another, and we're reaching out and caring for one another as a family, and then last week uh, was joy. We got... Uh, to receive the joy of our Lifehouse kids coming and presenting uh, the message of Jesus to us, and uh, they're a lot of fun. It did remind me, however, uh, that uh, we started about a year and a half ago. This is just a little announcement uh, that I've plugged into my message. A year and a half ago, we started a ministry called Oasis, and this is a ministry for children with special needs. And this has been an amazing ministry. It's been an amazing blessing to families uh, that are in this ministry. And, uh, and what it does is it's a buddy system. It uh, gives you the opportunity to buddy up with one of our children in the ministry. And, uh, and so this, uh, really over the course of the last six months, we've had some transition and some things take place to where uh, we need buddies. And, uh, and we need buddies to come alongside and uh, be, with, be with our children during the services so that families can come, parents can come. Uh, and be a part of the service. And so if uh, we don't really make announcements or pleas for uh, volunteers or for our dream team, uh, but to be honest with you, this is one of the most important ministries that we have at our church. Uh, this is a ministry that many churches aren't able to pull off. And so there's very limited opportunity for uh, families who have children with special needs to participate. Uh, and so uh, I'm making a plea as, the, as your pastor, saying if the Lord just kind of tugs on your heart in that capacity, uh, that sometime uh, at the end of service, not right now because I've got an amazing message for you, but at the end of the service, you can go and uh, you can talk with Pastor Julie and find out what does it mean? What does it mean to be a buddy? How, how often would I have to be a buddy? All of those things. Not, not how often would I have to be a buddy, how often would I get to be a buddy? All right, well, today I want us to talk about peace. And I want to answer the question, why, why is Christmas so important? Why is it, as I said earlier, that, that this holiday in particular, there are actual songs for the holiday, right? It's, it's pretty rare that you have songs that are specific to a holiday, and, and yet this one in particular has many, many songs that go with it. Uh, we, why is it that our kids are out of school? Why do we take time off work? What, what is it about this holiday that makes it so special? Uh, I don't know about you, but when it comes to the, the Christmas season, giving gifts, uh, I, I don't like to receive gifts, uh, but it's even more difficult to give them. I don't, I don't know what people want 
Somebody, somebody reached out to me uh, this last week. They were doing a podcast for uh, what Enneagram types, what gifts do you give Enneagram types? And I'm an eight on the Enneagram. If you don't know what that is, you, it's all right. You'll live. Uh, but I'm an eight, and, uh, and I just said, well, honestly, I, I don't really need anything. If, if most eights are like me, uh, it's quality over quantity. And uh, honestly, if I want it, I'm going to go get it. Uh, and... So I just, I'm a horrible person to try to buy gifts for, right? I I don't like to be surprised with things. I'm like, ah, I really would have gotten something different. And and, and so so about two decades ago was this amazing, amazing invention. And it's called the gift card. See, the gift card is is amazing because it provides you an opportunity uh, to let people decide what they want, right? And, and then there's certain specific gift cards that you can get. Like, how are you going to lose when you give somebody some Jesus chicken, right? Like, it's just, it's just going to be like, you give this, and they're like, thank you. I'd rather have this than some socks. And, or if, uh, if you've got that person in your life that's crafty and uh, and or maybe handy, but you don't know what tools that they need, or you don't know what you don't even know what a tool is, and so you just go out and you give them a Home Depot card, right? And then they can go and get whatever tools they want. Uh, I have women in my life, and that didn't really sound right. Uh, I have I have, a, I have a wife and two daughters in my life, and. And I, they, they love this store called Sephora. And I walk into the store. I don't have a clue. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what shade. I don't know what scent. I don't know what, I don't know what the difference is between foundation and uh, base. I, I don't know any of this stuff. The fact that I knew that is probably disturbing. But, but I just give them this, right? I get them a Sephora gift card. And, and they could go get whatever they want. But my favorite gift card my favorite one of all time is the Visa gift card. <laughs> See, I could do whatever I want with this gift card. All of these cards are in this card. Right? I, everything that I could possibly ever need is in here. There's a million and one things that I could go out and get. If I want to go have wings, I can have wings. If I want to go buy a tool, I can go buy a tool. If I want to buy somebody, listen, this is, somebody knows my love language because uh, this may offend some of you. And if it does, then I, you know, well, you probably should find a different state, but (laughs) somebody, somebody handed me a gift card uh, to get a gun. And I, I, like, I got it two weeks ago, and I haven't had a chance to go and get it. And I'm like, it's like burning a hole in my pocket because I want to go get it, and I just haven't had the time to do it. But it's like speaking, that's my love language. Gifts isn't my love language. Gift cards is my love language. <laughs> By the way, when they handed me the gift card, they said, this isn't a Christmas gift. This is, you need to be protecting your family. What's wrong with you? So... <laughs> So the thing with the Visa gift card is that everything is wrapped up into this gift. And I would just say that it's everything that you need right now. It may change in 2020, but so you may get something different in 2020, but it's everything you need. And God, in his mercy, no matter what we face, no matter what we're going through, no matter how good our Christmas is, no matter how bad our Christmas is, 
No matter how big our need is or how small our need is, if we have a need that no one even knows about, Jesus provides everything that we need. He is all-encompassing, all-inclusive, and he brings everything that we need. And so I want us to take a look at a familiar passage of Scripture. It was on the screen during Hark. And uh, I love that in this story, in this passage of Scripture of Isaiah, 700 years before Bethlehem, before Jesus is born, 700 years before we get to that, there's this thing that's taking place. Before we get to the specifics of the story, Isaiah tells us that a child, this gift is coming to be given and that he would be everything that we need. Isaiah is talking to Israel at this time and and it was a tough time in the land. Things aren't going well. And it's this prophecy that Isaiah gives that brings hope. It brings this, this idea that there would be a child, a son that is born, that's given, and it brings hope and it brings life. And there are hundreds of these verses that, that prophetically give this picture of a child that would be born. But I want us to look at Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 first, where we see the circumstances in which Isaiah is speaking to the Israelites. He says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You know, it's interesting as I was reading that verse, sometimes we can go through darkness. Sometimes we go through seasons of darkness, but sometimes we go through deep darkness. Deep darkness in our soul that Sometimes there are small problems in our life, but sometimes there are big problems. Sometimes there's small diagnosis, but then other times there's big diagnosis. Sometimes nobody knows the darkness. Sometimes there's, there's such deep darkness in our life where we hurt and where we question. And God just speaks through Isaiah and he says to these people, he says, listen, I want to give you a promise that will speak not just to your darkness, but to your deep darkness. And he speaks these words. He he speaks these words in verse 6 of Isaiah. It says, for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And I get a good amen about that right now. I don't ever ask for an amen, but that was really good. That was a good response, you guys. You guys have been a part of other churches that have have asked for amens. Well done. And this is what it says, that he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. And I would contend that those names of Jesus, those names of our God, are everything that we need. He says it to us, He says it to un-us, to a people that are in the midst of darkness. And he's saying to un-us, who maybe are going through pain this Christmas season, who are living in a season of struggle, he says, for unto us a son is given. That changes things. So what does Jesus bring through his birth? 
What is the difference that Christmas makes to us? How does it define purpose in my life? Well, the promise of God, and I want us to just take a look at each of those names. The promise of God is that he is wonderful. He's beyond description. He's vast. He's hard to even, it's indescribable. Like, it's, it's, it's such an amazing, in awe thing. That's what wonderful is. And wonderful, it answers the deepest needs of our life. That deep down inside, we, we wonder, is there more to this life? There's got to be more to this life. People ask me, uh, I've had the opportunity to go to Israel a couple times, and people ask me, why do you like to go to Israel? And it's really hard to explain. It's, it, I try to explain it because it doesn't make any sense because it's not the kind of travel that I would like where you're in a tour and you're being herded around and you're from bad buffet to bad buffet. And, and yet there's something so wonderful about that place. Something so indescribable. I keep wanting to say undescribable. Indescribable. That there's just this wonder about it. We find, when we think about God, we find ourselves in awe that he is the God of this universe and the God of the universe came unto us. He's also counselor, which answers the decisions of our lives. I've got decisions to make. Seems like I go through seasons where I've got bigger decisions than other days. How many of you have ever lived in a season of yes, no, a yes, no day? Where you wake up in the morning and you're like, yes. And you get to about noon and you're like, no. No. And you get to five o'clock and you're like, maybe, I don't know. And you lay your head on your pillow that night and you're like, let's just flip a switch and start this, this over tomorrow. If you're being honest, you've had days like that where, where you're having, you don't even know how to make decisions. There's decisions that you're faced with and you're, you're struggling through the decisions. They're important decisions. They're not unimportant, but you don't even know who to talk to about the decisions. You don't know what to make of the decision. You, you feel like you can't talk to anybody because they won't really understand what it is that you're going through. And can I just announce to you this Christmas that for unto us a child is born, a son is given, he will be wonderful counselor. He understands you. He knows you. He sees you. He completely is in love with you. He knows exactly the decisions that you need to make and he knows exactly what decision you need to make. For unto us every problem, every pain. And what's amazing about our counselor is he doesn't need advice. He's never confused. He knows exactly the answer for us. Isaiah says he's, a wonderful, he's wonderful, he's counselor, but it doesn't end there. He says that he is mighty God. Which really answers the battles of our life. We can say to the trouble, we can say to the struggle or the pain, I have a mighty God. He's not a minimal God. Mighty is our God. My God is so big, 
my God is so strong and so mighty, there's nothing that my God cannot do. Some of you caught that line from a, from a kid's church song we used to sing. For unto us a child is born, a, a son is given, he is wonderful counselor, he's mighty God. And the Bible says he is an everlasting father, which answers the loneliness of this life. Sometimes we can be around a lot of people and yet we can go through loneliness where no one knows what I'm feeling. No one understands me or there's no one there for me. That somehow the baggage of yesterday shows up today and I, I just am struggling with loneliness. But you have an everlasting father that wants to have relationship with you, that is there for you to comfort you. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders. And he will be wonderful, he will be counselor, he will be mighty God, he will be everlasting father, and the Bible says that he will be the prince of peace. You know what that answers? It answers all the storms of life. Many are the storms of this life. Many. Peace isn't the absence of storms. No, peace is actually God in the midst of the storms. What you bring this Christmas to this world that we live in, what you bring to your work, what you bring to school, what you bring to your community, is the peace of God in your life. The peace of God that even in the midst of difficult circumstances, you have peace. Not because everything is peaceful, but because we have the Prince of Peace in our lives. I'll tell you this, I'm, I'm glad that Jesus came to this earth for me. I'm glad that he came to bring salvation. I'm glad that he died on the cross, that he rose again. I'm glad that he brings grace and forgiveness. I've experienced grace in a way that um, changed my life forever. But if I'm being honest with you, this season, I'm glad that he brings peace. I don't know if you know this, but for uh, pastors and pastors' families, families, peace, or December, is not very peaceful. Uh, I'm sure it's maybe not for many of you as well, and it's busy, and there's deadlines, and there's gifts and things, but, but, but December just kind of brings all of that, and it's just, I was telling my wife, I don't, I don't really like December. And I, she said, I... I you can't not like December. Like, you can't just choose a month and say, I don't like you, December. Um, it just doesn't work. But, but it's because there's no peace. There's no peace. I need a prince of peace in my life. I need a peace that the world cannot take away. And what Jesus brings this Christmas, nobody can rob you from it. No one can take it from you. No one, no demon in hell can snatch it from you. 
What Jesus brings, no pain in this life can take it from you. No struggle you walk through can remove it from you. No season that you're going through will it disappear. Because he is the Prince of Peace. It is the the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. He came here to bring us peace. He is wonderful, he is counselor, and somebody this morning needs to hear that he is an everlasting father. You need to hear that today. Some of you need to hear that he is a mighty God, that you're in the midst of of a battle. And you need to hear that he is not just some weak God. He is mighty God. But there's probably a lot of you, if you're like me, that needs to just hear that he is the Prince of Peace. That this Christmas season, we can experience the peace of God in our life. He is peace. And his name is Jesus. And at that name, all of hell trembles. He is more than enough. He is everything. He's more than this in your life. He's your We sing a song called Waymaker. He he makes a way in your life. He is your open door. He is your healer. He is your forgiver. He is grace. He is mercy. He is your provider. He is your hope. He is wonderful. He is counselor. He is mighty God. And he is Prince of Peace. Can we just invite him into these, into this week where things are going and coming and gifts and traffic and kids and stuff that there would just, that the peace of God would be upon us? Could we just pray that whatever it is that you walked in here with, whatever season, whatever hurt, whatever pain, whatever loneliness, no matter if Christmas is good or bad this year, that you would experience the peace of God today. Let's pray.